The Titans and the Steelers are postponed. Is this normal or is this just an aberration? Helmets off is on. Okay, welcome to another episode of Helmets Off. Scott Mitchell, your host here. Uh, thank you for tuning in. We appreciate uh, your business and uh, been doing this for quite some time now. A lot of fun. Get to share my insights into sports and life and interview people and find out what makes all of us tick and what we think behind, I don't know, the things that, uh, that we, you know, think in our head. And uh, kind of a scary thing to get inside our heads, especially my head. Of course, it depends on what time of day of the week it is. Uh, that could be a good or bad thing. But today, a lot of fun things to talk about. So we've got Tennessee Titans, Pittsburgh Steelers canceled, rescheduled for later on. We've got uh, how does that impact you as a player? Is it is it like is is it is it going to really throw you off? Is it not an issue? Whatever. And I'm going to share my thoughts on I think what what how I would be impacted by it. And then of course. With all of the concern about player safety, and they've changed the rules and they've done all of these things, the one thing they have not done, and finally somebody, somebody along the way got smart and figured out um, they're missing a significant issue, and I'm glad someone's finally addressing it about player safety because it's a brutal thing. And it's probably causing more significant damage to players than any other aspect of professional football. So here we go. All right. Um, so the Tennessee Titans and the, the Pittsburgh Steelers game is being, uh, it's been canceled. And, and I think it, you, you kind of have to ask yourself, well, uh, you know, is this going to be a normal procedure? Is this going to be a normal practice? Is this, uh, um, is this something that's uh, going to continue to escalate? And I think the NFL took the position from the very start. They just said, look, we're doing our season. And we're going to just go business as usual. They didn't necessarily factor in like um, we, you know, we may have weeks like this that we missed. And now what they've, what they've done is they've used bye weeks, which which does kind of give them a little bit of a a fudge, a fudge factor. So the Pittsburgh Steelers, Tennessee Titans, their bye week is now this week, and then they'll figure out a way to reschedule in uh, in a few months, which is fine. I I think because the thing that I I, I kind of look at it and I go well, what if this happens again? And then all of a sudden you have all of these teams that have to reschedule. And you and everyone's bye week is thrown off, and 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 now you have to match up schedules. It seems to me that very quickly this could become a nightmare for the NFL, where you have uh, multiple games being changed and canceled. And the way that I understand things, this this thing could escalate in a hurry when you have someone who tests positive, and then you go back through all the. Um, the contact tracing issues, you could start losing players in, in uh, droves. You know, it could become a significant, almost nightmarish issue if that was the case. And I understand that, that everyone's trying to not have this thing snowball, not have this thing ex escalate, but it just appears that it, we're on really thin ground here. We're, we're really looking at something, one, we don't know anything about, 
and we don't know what's going to ultimately happen. But we're three weeks into the season of a 17-week season, and we have had a team already have issues. I just think it's going to be a massive challenge for the NFL if they start having a bunch of teams that uh, don't, you know, that, that, uh, that test, that have this issue. And, and then, and then you're, you're kind of, you know, what it, you, you're going to have to start canceling games. And if you start canceling games, is it going to be equitable across the league? And can you make those games up? And do they, do they push the Super Bowl back into, you know, a later date? I mean, I know, I know they, they potentially can, but when you have an event, which, which I don't, I'm really fascinated to figure out how they're going to pull off the Super Bowl, unless it's, I mean, you know, it, I guess you could go two weeks and you're quarantined for two weeks because everyone goes to the Super Bowl. I mean, it's, it's a two-week thing after the end of, of the playoffs. But if they push it out, does the stadium that they're playing it in, is it still available? I would imagine that it would be. But all of the other factors that go into the Super Bowl and are, are, are fans going to be able to attend the Super Bowl? Is this the first, you know, vi- virtual Super Bowl that you have? I, I, and, you, and you hear nothing from the NFL. You don't hear, okay, here's our plan. Here's our contingencies. Here's all of these issues. It's just, and I believe they have them, but they just, you know, just haven't heard a lot about what, what they're actually going to do. It really scares me. So when the NFL... Uh, you, you start having this issue and it, and it really snowballs. That, that could be a massive issue, a massive issue for, for the league really getting its season done. Now, uh, you know, maybe it'll work and maybe the bye week situation gives them the flexibility in their schedules. Maybe they move the playoffs back a week or two if they have an issue. Uh, you know, there's always, always things that they could potentially do. And I think you know, there's nothing in the spring. It's not, it's like once the football season's over, it's over. Now, if they start getting into prepping for the combine and the, and the NFL draft, you know, if they push it out into like, you know, the end of February, the first of March, you know, how much of an impact that has moving forward, I don't know, but it's, it's certainly, um, certainly something that could become a real issue. I've I've been impressed with the NFL and the in the that they've kind of had this attitude of moving forward and it seemed like they've had uh kind of their handle on everything, but uh you know it's it's just gonna be an interesting thing going forward to see if this is just a, a one off situation with the Titans and the Steelers or if this is gonna be the norm. You know, if you if they have more and more teams and of course the season's just started. And you look at all the other leagues, they kind of had issues and they've, they've kind of worked through them. So hopefully this is something the NFL can work through. All right, I'm going to take a break. And when I come back, I'm going to talk about, you know, how, how this would impact or how it potentially could impact uh, a team with this kind of new normal. Okay, welcome back to Helmets Off. I'm Scott Mitchell, your host. And, of course, we're talking about uh, the impact of COVID and, and how it's already um, had one NFL game canceled and rescheduled for week seven. And I, I guess that's kind of – I guess everyone's schedule just – if you have this, you, you, you just move it out into a date that works for both teams, and maybe that's something that they can do. I, I know the NFL schedule is – 
Um, you know, you have to be a nuclear physicist to figure out uh, the formulas and how they how they map out the schedule and how it works and how they try to make it as equitable as possible. And and I'm sure they probably figured out how to do that with this. But again, it's just it just seems like such a, a challenging thing. Uh, as as far as being a player and like having a game postponed, uh, you. When you go to training camp in July, for 12 years, I just said, my goodness, before I know it, it's going to be Christmas. And you get into a routine. So, so it's like, and it just, the season just goes by so quickly. And you get in this routine of preparation. And when you're, when you're in a really good flow of preparation and your team's doing well, and you just you just want to keep playing. You know, you look at the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Tennessee Titans, two teams that are playing quite well this year. It, it really kind of um, is unexpected in the sense that you know when your normal bye week is, so you know that okay, I'm I'm in the flow of every everything that's happening, and you want you want to just keep in that flow. And when that flow gets disrupted, you what you hope for is that you can. You can continue to stay in the flow with the disruption. And sometimes it works and, and sometimes it doesn't. You, you look at the, the Utah Jazz this year in the NBA, and they were, they were just in a, in a rhythm against the Denver Nuggets. They took a 3-1 series lead, and then all of a sudden they said, wait a minute, we're not going to play basketball. There was a, they, they postponed the, the playoffs with the player protests and all the things that were, were going on. And the jazz just couldn't find that rhythm. Once they came back again, it was just, it was just like they couldn't find it. The team they'd been just, they just weren't the same team. And so that's the concern you have with some kind of unexpected, um, you know, situations like this. Now, if you're smart, you're a smart team, you're a smart player, you realize that, that this is the new norm. Uh, back in 2001, uh, or two, yeah, 2001, when the when the when the only time in my career a game was postponed was after 9/11, and it was unexpected. Right? You didn't you, you go you know just in the normal rhythm of the season and you're moving along and and you're feeling good about things and and then all of a sudden you know bam here you go and. And so it's it's a bit of a shock and a blow to to uh, I wouldn't say a bit it was it was devastating and it was a massive massive adjustment and and so it's it's kind of unexpected and those those things are harder I think to manage than you, when you have something that you know could happen so you know in this year there's a likelihood you're going to have a game postponed so you just have to have some kind of contingency plan. Or you got to know, you just got to roll with the punches, kind of thing. Uh, we get, we become these creatures of habit, and our habit really needs to change to the to the point of, okay, this, you know, we're gonna have a bye week, and you and you have to you have to learn how how to deal with that, and just and expect the unexpected, and know that it's gonna come up, and know that it's gonna be a part of things, and and look for ways to. Um, you know, find find a positive or find ways to stay in in that in that rhythm. And uh, you know, so much of it is the timing you have 
with the players that you, you know, you play with, especially being a quarterback and a lot of other positions, it, it, maybe it's different, but quarterback, it's just, it's getting into that comfort zone with, with the players you have. And you see that happening in the NFL with no preseason, you know, you look at Tom Brady and how he just seems to be getting better and better and more comfortable with his guys because uh, he's just had more time to work with them. So it's, it's finding ways in those off times to maintain that really good rhythm that you get in and vice versa. If you, you know, if things are kind of off, it gives you a chance to, to reflect and say, well, okay, wait a minute. Um, and I've, I've had this happen, you know, where we've, I've had bye weeks that were scheduled and, and it came at a perfect time where we could, we could readjust things and we were able to, and it made a, a massive impact and change in our season. And so it's, it's managing the unexpected and taking advantage of those moments and making them uh, work to your advantage. All right. Last segment of the show coming up. I'm going to tell you the one thing that they have, they have grossly overlooked when it comes to player safety, since that has been such a hot button for the NFL over the last many years with so many rule changes on contact and, and all of the, the different ways players practice and tackle and 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 this is the one thing they've completely overlooked and it's probably the one thing they should have looked at first all right welcome back to helmets off scott mitchell final thought of the day here uh, and I'll get right to it. So the NFL Players Association said, you know, these artificial turf fields, no matter how prescription turf they are, have a significant rise in lower body injuries than when you play on natural grass. And it's significant. Uh, it's, a, it's a 69% higher likelihood that you'll have uh, some kind of ankle injury it's a 32% increase of having some kind of knee injury from what you normally would have if you played on grass. And, and if you watch, you know, the Denver Broncos played the New York Jets in their field turf stadium, and it was uh, a lot of guys got injured. A week before that, the San Francisco 49ers complained about this, this field the Los Angeles, or I'm sorry, the Las Vegas Raiders opened their new stadium, which is indoors. You have the Arizona Cardinals Stadium, which is indoors. You have all these just mega billion dollar stadiums. They have the ability to grow grass anywhere, whatever you want to do. There just seems to me that you need to find a way to have your field as uh player friendly and safe as you possibly can have and it and it's shocking to me that that's never been an issue in the nfl i could i could not stand playing on the artificial turf that we played on and and i know this new prescription turf and all this stuff is better but it's still it's still turf it's still artificial and there is nothing better not, not only from a safety standpoint but just from an aesthetic uh, there's nothing better than playing on a grass field. It's awesome. What the smell of the grass and, and the turf, you know, getting the grass stains and just all that. That's football. 
and when you when you have these these fields you know that uh, you play these tough physical games and everyone walks off the field with a shiny uniform it's it's terrible and so i'm really really glad i'm really glad that the nfl pa has finally finally stood up and said something i mean you you, you think about how significantly this game has changed where they've They've changed the way you can tackle and touch a quarterback. They've changed the way a, a defenseless player. There's so many, you know, uh, leading with the crown and concussion issues and all of these things about player safety. The, the way they practice, you know, in, in uh, training camp, you can only have so many practices. During the season, so much contact in the offseason. And, and it's one of those situations where uh, they really are trying to protect these players and it's like why you're missing the whole point i mean the most important thing you could possibly do is make sure that the playing surface is absolutely the best thing that it can be and it's not and and statistics actually bear that out that uh that these are these are these are significantly more dangerous fields when it's artificial turf than if they're playing on natural grass and they have there's 32 teams of course there's um, there's actually, I guess, four teams. So there's 28 venues because two teams play in a venue, or I guess maybe there's 30 venues. I don't know. I'm terrible at math right now. And uh, uh, there are 13 NFL stadiums that have this artificial surface to them, and there really should be zero. There really should. And I can't believe a multi-billion-dollar industry has significantly – looked at this and just said, you know, we're okay with this. And it's really not an okay thing. And if you've ever been a player and played on any of those surfaces, they're not fun. They really aren't. It's not enjoyable to, to, to land on those surfaces to just the, the, you know, the amount of pounding that your body goes through. It's, it's an awful thing. All right. Well, there you have it. Helmets off is now off. Uh, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter uh, at the Helmets Off Podcasts from Facebook at the Helmets Off Show on Twitter. Uh, I hope I got that right. And uh, if not, I'll, I don't know, they'll fire me. Anyways, uh, thanks for tuning in. And until then, we'll catch you soon.